Okay. Hello, welcome to the Swag Game. I'm your host, Rob. Uh, thanks to the wonderful stats team of Ziggy, Rob, and the rest of the crew, uh, we've been able to break down uh, the top eight uh, looking to play at the LVO. Las Vegas Open is a, a singles event for many different game systems. The 40k one is being live streamed, the Age of Sigmar one isn't. Uh, for Age of Sigmar, I think they had 220 competitors uh, breaking down into top eight players. Those eight players are playing on a Sunday, which is when I'm recording. I think they're just starting to play right now. Uh, so they're just starting to play. And those top eight will play in a knockout tournament looking to get a final winner. Basically, it was 176 players. Okay, so the largest Age of Sigmar 3 event to date, uh, basically. Uh, so they're going to be playing through now. What I'm going to be doing is looking at what is an incredible new dashboard feature for the Age of Sigmar stats, uh, which will be coming in the future to all of Age of Sigmar gaming. So shout out to Ziggy and the crew. Okay, so it just started uh, half an hour ago. Uh, we're going to be looking at the player stats going into and the lists for the top eight. And there's some huge surprises. Huge surprises. Ogres and Nighthorn both feature in this, which is pretty crazy. All right, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, first person we're going to talk about is James O'Brien. So this is a dashboard, as you can see here. Uh, let me just talk to you what's going on. James O'Brien in the top left-hand corner. Uh, of all the events that we know he's played at, which will be three events in Age of Sigmar 3, uh, he has played in three, and he's gone 4-1 once, as you can see here, at the BWG Summer Slaughter with Daughters of Cain. And then at Du Bois, he has gone 3-2. and two. Uh, So that was a little bit later. That was in November. So he had a break between August and November. Uh, went 3-2. And again, that was Daughters of Cain at Du Bois. And the Everwinter Grand Tournament, he also went 3-2 in December. So he hasn't really picked his game up with that Daughters of Cain list. Not surprised, though, uh, because he hasn't taken Daughters of Cain to LVO. And instead, and instead... Uh, so it hasn't, hasn't given himself a 5-0 at any point uh, in Age of Sigmar 3.0. Um, but James uh, is running a Stormcast list at the LVO. Okay? And he has won all five games. Now, the list features a Knight Draconis, yeah, Guard of Steel Soul, a Lord Celestin, and then he's got four Storm Drake Guard, two Storm Drake Guard, and another to Storm Drake Guard. Now, there's loads of conversation. We see we saw lots of Dragon lists and Dragon Spam lists play at the LVO. They didn't all uh, get towards the top eight. Uh, there's going to be a big stats breakdown of those in the future, um, but we'll talk more about that on another show. One of the ones that didn't make it was James O'Brien, so he should be uh, super chuffed. Uh, so there we go. This is James. Now, his path to victory... As you can see, he played Soblight Grave Lords. He beat uh, Michael Burke. He beat Thomas Zenwan Garn with his Daughters of Cain. And that's actually pretty massive. Now, you might not know this, uh, but the most successful player in all of Age of Sigmar in the world, based on our tournament data set, is in fact Thomas Zehen Guan. Now, some people might not know that, but that's the facts. More on uh, how I know that information on another show. Uh, but that's a pretty big win. Yeah, and James, as we've talked about, hasn't necessarily played super high at any other event. Should be super chuffed against going up against Thomas, who is regularly, he's never got a four a 5-0, but he has got a 4-1. He's got like seven 4-1s, which is pretty crazy. Uh, he also beat No uh, with his Stormcast Eternals in a mirror. He beat Cody Saltz with his Stormcast Eternals in a mirror. And then he beat Basil Inferna also in the, uh, against Seraphon. And that's pretty huge because Basil and Oseraphon um, is a good matchup 
for storm uh, sorry for seraphon going into that stormcast so james got to be pretty chuffed that he's taken that out okay now who's he playing against it's a great question in the first round of the top eight he's up against levin schnivna i've definitely said that wrong yeah um uh cody's first loss is in our data he's had four, okay uh so uh yes yeah, cody's first loss oh yes this is Cody's first loss as well. Uh, so James playing against, uh, in his path to victory against Cody Saltz with Stormcast Eternals. That's Cody's first recorded loss as well. Um, uh, anyway, so he's up against Levin Shivna. Uh, and I've definitely said that wrong. And I'm super sorry. But uh, you're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> we, we're doing this on the fly. Ziggy sent me this stuff today. Uh, so this is brand new stuff for me. So if I uh, don't do the best job presenting it, I apologize. But I hope you guys are enjoying it. Now, Lev, uh, Levner has only played at two events that we know of so far. And he's won five. <laughs> and he's lost five. Okay. That's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. He's got a 50-50 record himself. At the Red Harvest GT, uh, he went uh, two wins, three losses with his Iron Sons Iron Jaws army. And then at the Game Night AOS GT, he got three wins and two losses with his Soulblight Gravelord army. So that was in November. So that's his most recent army. It won't be of any surprise to you then that he obviously has played Soulblight Gravelords at the LVO this weekend. Uh, so let me just go get that for you. One second. Um, uh, and he has won four out of his games. Uh, four, he's gone 4-1 here. He lost against uh, Dayton Obrey, uh, our Canadian tough Tough crowd crew, man. Uh, Dayton uh, beat him in round two. Uh, but he did beat Cities of Sigma in round one. Stormcast Eternals in round three. Sons of Behemoth in round four. And then he beat Big War in round five. What's in his list? I hear you cry. Okay, so he's got a Vampire Lord on foot. A Necromancer, so that's possible attack. And then piling twice, obviously. He's then got a Vengori Lord. And then he's got Big Drog Fort Kicker. Uh, which is pretty cool. So big drog fork kicker. And then he's got two lots of 60 dead walker zombies, 10 skeletons, and then a corpse car. So uh, those dead walker zombies can do some pretty decent mortal wound output. I wouldn't be surprised um, if uh, that's a struggle for the Stormcast list to get through. The Mega Gargant's 35 wounds, that's also a struggle for the Stormcast list to get through. Um, uh, so that's going to be really interesting to see those play against each other. The Vampire Lord and the Necromancer, though, which are pretty key pieces in that list, are very susceptible to the Dragonfire. So if the right uh, if the right rolls go off, uh, then you could see uh, Levan lose uh, some of his key pieces early. Not forgetting he's playing up against James O'Brien Stormcast, which we just talked about. Which we just talked about. This is a really interesting match because we talked. We it's interesting how. Those more elite Stormcast lists with the dragons. So just to go back to his uh, the previous list, um, uh, sorry, against James' list, who he was playing against, uh, which is mainly dragons with Gardas in there. Uh, hello, hello, hello. Um, that is an interesting matchup. Lots of mortal wounds coming out of the Dead Walker zombies. The big drug fork kicker isn't just going to go down. They want to put a lot of the output into the dead walker zombies from the dragons but the mortal wounds that are going to come back out from that unit could be pretty devastating to the high armor save but low mortal wound protection that the dead walker zombies have yeah i'm very interested to see how that match runs out because truthfully that like that's a real interesting list um i'm gonna have to pick one Do you know what? i'm going for levan i'm going for levan on this one yeah, I think those Deadwalker Zombies could really, really help swamp the board. 
They've got some good output. If I was a Stormcast player, I wouldn't know necessarily who I was going to attack. What am I going to do? Am I going to dragon fire into the support characters like the Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon? Am I going to charge into the Deadwalker Zombies? I'm not sure. Chat, it's your time to shine. I'm obviously recording this in front of the Twitch chat. Uh, who do you think is going to win? Stormcast Eternals versus Soulblight Gravelords. So Dragons and Gardas. So a 4-4-2 four, four and two of Stormdrake Guard. Uh, and then Gardas and obviously uh, a, Knight, uh, a Knight Draconis versus 120 Zombies. Vampire Lord, a Necromancer, Vengori Lord, Gorslav, don't forget, and Big Drove Fork Kicker. Uh, Gorslav's going to be super important as well in there as well. Um, uh, interesting, interesting. So that's that's one of the matchups. That's the first matchup in the top eight. Uh, good luck to both players, and I hope they do really well. Okay. Oh, that's gone quite nicely. It's the first time I've ever done that with those stats, so thanks to Ziggy for that. Um I'm walking over to give you an infield update. That's it, Joe. That's what I want to see. Uh, I know it's already in competition, this matchup. Interesting, good. Uh, right, okay, so next matchup, okay? Uh, we have Jeremy Leveff, uh versus Nate Trentinelli. Uh, with his, so this is Phoenicium. So Cities of Sigma Phoenicium versus Night Haunt. That is right. Let's first talk about Jeremy, okay? Now, Jeremy, in all of Age of Sigma 3, has only played at one two-day event that we know of. And that was with his Phoenician army at Flying Monkey Con. And he went 5-0. This is... Jeremy is looking to do the perfect season. Okay? 5-0 with his Phoenician already. So no surprise. Uh, and that was back in August. So no surprise that he's decided to come to LVO with his Phoenician list. Okay? So Cities of Sigma. One second. And then... So, in his list, he's got two Frostheart Phoenixes, a Hurricaneum, um, and then he's three Assassins, three lots of ten Phoenix Guard, two lots of ten Shadow Warriors, and a Scourge Runner Chariot. And Jeremy went 5-0 also at this event. Okay? Um, uh, he built the thing, thank you, Heywo. He built the thing to not lose to dragons, a good meta predictor. Well, let's look at his path to victory, shall we? He beat Nighthaunt in round one, that was Dirk Co. He beat OCR Bone Reapers in round two, that was Travis Groton. Uh, he beat Ioneth Deepkin in round three against Sergio Ortiz. Uh, he beat Joe Cryer with his Stormcast Eternals dragon list. He, built Raymond, he beat Raymond Silver, and I wouldn't be surprised if that was also uh, a dragons and or uh, Dracoth list in round five for a 5-0 going into this um so this is just wild uh but he did not get drawn into dragons in the top eight which is pretty fun um uh so like yes <laughs> this is good okay so he, this list needs a deep dive obviously at some point that triple assassin three lots of 10 phoenix guard the double frost heart phoenix is also really interesting and it's in phoenicium as well right so you rarely see phoenician played if ever see it played we rarely see it played in the stats um we see living city lots a lot we saw we don't see as much tempest eye we'll see lots of living city going forward um in age of sigma 3.1 but we don't see a lot at the minute uh basically um and then uh, he's got a clutch single scourge runner chariot at the back of the board which is wild but if he was hoping to go into dragons it wasn't going to work out for him because he got drawn into Nate Trentinelli of the tough, uh, tough cuff. Oh, the tough crowd. Uh, so Nate, uh, I think Nate's up from New York way. If I've got this right, has played has played at two different events. 
um, and hasn't quite got the same uh, background uh, as his opponent. He's, his current season score is five wins and five losses. He has got, as you guys can see here, um, he played at the uh, the US Open in New Orleans with the Umetrica Lumineth Realm Lords list, and he won two and he lost three. Uh, he um, he then, uh, that was in October, and then in November, he also took his Lumineth Realm Lords in Sire, uh, and then he won three, and then he lost two. So, overall, uh, it didn't. It seems like the Lumineth Realm Lords, which at that point were rocking around a 58% win rate, uh, 58 to 61% win rate. So he wasn't really performing in line with his faction. Uh, so then he decided instead of, it seems like a power army isn't really what he wanted to use. He was like, look, sure, sure. It seems like uh, these Luminous Realm Lords are a pretty good army. I'll go to a suboptimal Nighthaunt list, which is pretty interesting. Although truthfully, it's not suboptimal because since the update, uh, the winter update for Nighthaunt, they have had a new addition to their army, which they didn't have previously, and that was Nagash, which does feature in this list. Nagash, Supreme Lord of the Undead, yeah, oh, shout out to LLV in the chat, love him, uh, and the Spirit of Torment are his leaders in his list, versus three lots of ten Chain Rust Horde, five Hex Wraiths, and nine Spirit Hosts. Much has been talked about what you're able to do with Nagash. Obviously, you're going to get rerolls um, on Nagash. He can benefit from he can't he can benefit from the spell law, which obviously is in the Nighthaunt book, which gives him some real options those hex wraiths sorry those spirit hosts sorry are a great target unit uh, for holding up the board and obviously um uh, nagash is going to be able to return lots of units as well in this board state um uh so uh like this is pretty wild this is pretty wild truthfully uh like uh anthony's first time we're getting some up information in the chat was whatever his local shop had left for Lumineth uh, was his list. He didn't even have, uh, even has the right. Okay, honestly, I think Nighthaunt are the best Nighthaunt list. Um, <laughs> well, Nagash is the best Nighthaunt list, is what we're saying. Um, uh, yes, they also, importantly, uh, there is a wound transfer ability that's allowed. Uh, well, technically should be should be allowed, but isn't being used at the LVO. Uh, now, how did um, uh, Anthony do with this list? He hasn't won He hasn't won five. He only went 4-1 to get into the top eight. So his path to victory was he played Bill Withers with his Ogamore tribes, and that was a win. He played Russ Tanner against with his Ogamore tribes, and that was a win. He played against Matty Hayward with Stormcast Eternals, which was, oh no, we'll win. So he actually lost to one Ogre player. He lost to Russ Tanner in round two. Uh, with a blood girl at ogres so ogres ogres actually featuring in the top eight so anyone complaining that ogres hey where well, i see you in the chat uh aren't good i don't know what you're talking about um <laughs> uh realm lords he beat luminous realm lords in round four then he beat uh seraphon in round five seraphon my pick to actually take out the event um and unsurprisingly and surprisingly not even in the running uh, which is quite surprising. Um, uh, so there we go. So now I don't need a new book now. That's a relief. Correct. Okay, so that's a big shout. Jeremy versus Nate. Yes, that's Phoenician versus Nighthorn. Uh, genuinely not something I think either of any of us expected to say, apart from Owen, who actually chose Nate and the Nighthorn list as uh, one of his picks. So on Friday we did a show, Owen picked him as one of the lists that could potentially do well. So huge shout out to Owen on that one. Uh, I think that's particularly impressive. Um, so well done. So that's two so far. Who do you think is going to win, Phoenician or Nighthorn? That's the real question in the chat. This is the this is the one for you to 
this is this is what I want to hear from you guys. Okay, and I mean, we we have people in the room right now. It'd be great to get a live feed, and we might get one at midnight. Um, it's a wild top eight, Daffy. I agree. Okay, who's next? Next, we've got Gavin versus Russ Tanner. Gavin's still probably probably one of the picks for the out of the top eight to play. Gavin's, as you can see from the the table, has got a huge Age of Sigma three record already. Yeah, we've seen him at five events, and he's won twenty one out of those um, uh, 25 games, okay? He's only lost four, which is pretty pretty wild. At the Lone Star Open, he went four and one with the Cities of Sigmar list, which was Living City. At Hammerfest, he played Daughters of Cain, Hagnar, and he went 5-0. At the US Open in New Orleans, he played Beasts of Chaos and went 4-1. So Gavin's got the chops, is what we're saying. At the US Open, um, he played Seraphon in Thunder Lizard, and he went 5-0. So that's two 5-0s if you're not keeping track. And then the Everwinter Grand Tournament with Magikin and Nurgle, he went 3-2. That was pre the new book. So that was pre the new book. Okay, so that's Gavin. And he's running a Cities of Sigmar list. Okay, uh, and that Cities of Sigmar list that he is running is, you can see on the screen, a Sorceress, Deloria Van Denst, and a Free Guild General. Then he's got 30 Free Guild Crossbowmen, 10 more Crossbowmen, 10 Dread Spears. Then he's got four Formulators, and then four storm drake guard no endless spells and no anything else gavin also went 5-0 in the kind of qualifiers for the top eight uh, as you can see here he beat skaven in round one against daniel chilton he beat daughters of kane which was oliver dempsey in round two he beat james west in round three with a magikin and nurgle he beat matt abbott in round four with a seraphon uh, and he beat riley uh pitchlick in uh with seraphon again and actually i think that's pretty impressive those formulators do a lot better than the storm guard into the minus one damage coming out of the seraphon um and some pretty clutch pieces and derailia in his list as well um this is a really interesting list obviously we talked about living city previously um if you're tuning into this you don't need me to explain it to you uh but that move and fight is pretty impressive um so can rob get this players and get tactics run down maybe uh, I feel like season one versus night match was dependent on who was hand of dust. It's a good point. Um, uh, but the 30 free guild crossbowmen might be one of those clutch pieces to come in. Uh, as we know, the Draco Guard and the Fulminators are great for dealing with armor um, and elite units. In, and they have a lot of damage as well. Uh, that extra chip damage coming from free guild crossbowmen is, is pretty impressive. Um, okay. So that's Cities of Sigmar uh, right now. Um uh, so, yeah, so that's Gavin. Uh, and as Gavin tweeted out yesterday, his narrative uh, for his army is that he wants to win. Uh, and honestly, again, just look at that. Look at the player stats. Five events, 21 wins, four losses. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really, really good. He's gone 4-1 with Cities. He's gone 5-0 with Daughters of Cain. He's gone 4-1 with Beasts of Chaos. He's gone 5-0 with Seraphon. So he's like, he's flexing, right? Like, Cities of Sigmar, sure. Daughters of Cain, definitely a good army. 5-0. Beast of Chaos, not a good army with a 4-1. Seraphon, a great army with a 5-0. Magic and Nurgle, pre-book. Um, some arguments as to how effective that would be, and he went 3-2. Uh, so, shout out to Gavin. Now, Gavin, with his Cities of Sigmar list, is up against Russ Tanner. Russ might be the hero of the event. Russ has only ever been to one event uh, in HTML3 that we've kept track of. Uh, so this is um, uh, 
and he has gone 4-1. So this is the War Games for Warriors AOS tournament. And he took Ogres there as well, a Blood Gullet list. Okay. What's in his list? That's a great question. Uh, because this should rock your world. He was he has taken a Huskard on Thunder Tusk, making him the general, which makes his three units of three battle line yetis. Uh, battle line. He's then got two Frost Lords on Stonehorn, one with a Metal Cruncher and the Splatter Cleaver, uh, and another Frost Lord on Stonehorn. And then he has a Slaughtermaster, and he has a uh, a Butcher. And then he has Hrokthron and Hrokthron's Man uh, Reapers. Uh, love the Ogre list, yeah. The Yeti meta lives again, correct. The Yetis are back. Just when you thought global warming had got them, the Yetis return for a final, yes, give this man a medal. It's incredible. And not only did he make it to the event, uh, make it to the top eight with Ogres, he did it on a 5-0 as well. A 5-0. He beat Ideneth Deepkin, he beat Cole McGinnell in round one. He uh, played against Nate Trentinelli with his Night Haunt, uh, with his Night Haunt uh, in round two. Um, Nate, who's now featuring in the top eight, incredible stuff if they get a rematch. Incredible stuff uh, if they get a rematch. Uh, then he beat Aaron uh, Newborn with a big war. He beat Ridge Hanna from the Season of War with his Seraphon. And he beat Aaron Soros, uh, Sorceress with his Cities of Sigmar. Um, so incredible stuff. Incredible stuff from Russ. Uh, so that's Gavin with this huge huge backlog of wins with all different armies playing the top end four formulators four dragons in cities of sigmar going into uh going into um russ with his one event with a 4-1 with his ogres 5-0ing over the past two days with a yeti huskard on thunder tusk list right this is a huge match yeah, Gavin should take it out based on form and army power. This is Gavin's, right? But this is the real question. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, wait, so who did he beat? Uh, really quickly, Ogres, they beat Ineth Deepkin, Nighthorn. Nighthorn's not the toughest one. Oh, no, he beat Nate with the Nagash, Nighthorn. Uh, Big War, uh, Seraphon, and then Cities of Sigmar. Um, so that was his path to victory. So who do you want to win that? Ogres versus Cities is the real one. Uh, we are about to see some decent players. That's correct. How many drops are these lists? Oh, uh, interesting question. I don't have that info. Sorry, buddy. Um, this was knocked together today in an incredible fashion, I think. Um, uh, Ogre player got through the forms, moving at the board versus Gavin. Uh, got through the forms, moving out into the board uh, versus Gavin. Ogre player got through the formulators. We're getting a live update right now. Love that. Absolutely love that. Give me more of that hot goss. And then the final, uh, not the, well, the, the final matchup we have is Juan Noah Singh versus Jar. Uh, and I think I've got that information correctly. So let me just check this out. So uh, we have seen quite a bit from uh, Juan Noah Singh of the tough, uh, the tough Crowd. He's played at six events. He's actually uh, uh, got the most events under his belt of anyone in the top eight. Thanks, David Smith, for donating 10 gift subs, by the way. Uh, he's won 22 of them and he's lost eight. Okay. Uh, in October, he played uh, the Michigan GT and went 4-1 with his Iron Jaws Blood Tooths. Then he mixed it up in the US New Orleans Open with Skaven and he went 3-2. Then he was like, cool, I'm going to switch it up to Cruel Boys, Big Yellers, and he had his worst performance of the season so far. He went 2-3. Then it was all uphill from then. Went back to his Iron Jaws. He did Blood Tooths 5-0 at the US Open Austin uh, GT. 
Then he went to the Everwinter Grand Tournament, uh, 4-1. Then he went to Golden Sprue at Du Bois, 4-1. Yeah, amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Uh, and then his list, uh, you will all be unsurprised, uh, anyone who does happen to follow along with uh, this, is a Mega Wassermore Crusher, which we have heard he's just lost. Um, so this is Oruk Weird Knob Shaman, Mega Wassermore Crusher twice, two War Chanters, and then four times three Uruk Gore Grunters. I think we have heard he's lost one of the Mega Wassermore Crushers, potentially. He's up against uh, Yar, who is running a Stormcast list. So, this is our final piece of the puzzle for this event. Uh, so Yar uh, has only has played at two different events uh, with a 9-1 record. That's pretty incredible. A 9-1 record. He played OCR Bane Reapers, Petrifex Elite, where he went 5-0 at the Gateway Open um, event in August. In November, he brought a Stormcast Eternals list, Night Excelsior, and he went 4-1. Then, uh, for LVO, he stuck with his Stormcast, and he went all in on the power. He's got a Lord Relictor, Knight Judicate with Griffhounds, and Knight Encanter. Three times three Annihilators with Grand Hammers as battle line. And then those six Vanguard Raptors with Longstrike Crossbows and two Aether Wings. Oh, he also had a Lord Imperitant as well. So the, uh, the Annihilator Bomb, which we saw early uh, post the Stormcast book release, um, dropping down, doing all the mortals. Uh, doing all the fighting, and then those six Raptors taking off key pieces. He also is sat on a 5-0, going into the final and going up against Noah. Uh, he played against Steve Patek. Uh, oh, from the uh, the Partners at War. Cute. Uh, with his Iron Jaws. He played against Whitney Fairchild um, uh, with Soulblight Gravelords. Uh, Yuri Sitchenev with Sons of Behemoth. Uh, Matthew Baker with a Magikin and Nurgle. And then Grant George with his Daughters of Cain in the final. Uh, so yeah, uh, all said and done, uh, a pretty a pretty tough path to victory, um, I, will, I would say, uh, for that particular build. Uh, and then he's up against the Iron Jaws. Now, I probably favour uh, this list. Uh, oh, do I favour this list? I reckon I fancy the Iron Jaws in this list, but we'll see. I think I fancy the Iron Jaws here. Um, but 9-1 as a record for Yar, you can't really, you can't really doubt it, which is pretty impressive. Okay, I hope you guys have enjoyed that. Uh, this is the first time we've done this. Um, uh, hello, hello, hello. This is the first time we've done this ever. Uh, so, and we've done this on the fly. So this is super good. Um, can these lists be found late online? They're on the BCP. We may be back at midnight to do uh, some hacked uh, phone live coverage of the final, which would be pretty fun. Um, and I want to thank Ziggy as well. I want to thank Ziggy as always uh, for putting all this information together for me to bring it to you guys. Let me know who you think is going to win. Um, uh, let's t pick out someone who you want to win the event. Uh, I'm going to go for... I think Gavin's got it. Um, but outside, Nate. And then, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be horrible to see Lev with his uh, Soulblight Gravelords take out the event as well. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I'll see you guys soon.